Today's question comes from Rebecca, and she says, how much impact does flooring make in your home? Can you change the feel of a house by changing the color of the wood floors? We are going to dive right into this, Rebecca, and yes, yes, yes (laughs) to all of that. Before we answer Rebecca's question, I want to remind you that you too can be featured on the show by asking your question, sending it to me at my email, or by joining the Facebook group and asking there. What question do you have that's been burning on your mind that you need to have answered in order to move your design needle forward? It's important, and it should be addressed, and I am very happy to answer a question for you if I can. So send me a picture, send me the question along with that picture, and let's get your design needle moving forward so that you can get unstuck in home design to build your confidence so that you can truly love the house that you call home. All right, let's hop to Rebecca's question. It's Quick Tip Tuesday. You have questions, I have answers, and I am so glad to be answering them for you today. If you have a question that you want answered on the show, pop into my DMs on Instagram at Fig and Farm. Send me an email at home at gmail.com or join the Facebook group and ask there. bit.ly forward slash design 101 group. Let's hop to it. Let's answer your question. And if you find value in this, I'm sure someone else will too. So make sure you share with a friend. So Rebecca, you want to know about the impact of flooring and how that can affect the change and the look and the feel of your home. Okay. Are you ready for some good news and some bad news? The good news is that Flooring is one of the foundational pieces of your home's design. The other good news is that walls are too. And so that together, those two pieces together serve as the foundation that everything else within your home can be built upon. The bad news is that one of them can be really, really expensive to change and the other not so much. But the one in question, the floors, that can be a little bit more costly to change if you are wanting a change. But let's talk about this a little bit more. So if we think about the anatomy of our home, and I'm not talking about the way that the layout is, or I'm not talking about the doors and the windows and all of that. What I'm talking about is the anatomy, meaning the foundation. And the foundation of your home's design rests on the floor and the walls. If you changed one or the other, you would drastically change the look and the feel of your home. Drastically. Now, I know if I am wanting to change a $10,000 floor or an $80 wall, I know which one I would choose. (laughs) But sometimes it doesn't come down to just cost. Sometimes it comes down to functionality. Sometimes it comes down to durability. Sometimes it comes down to wear and tear. Sometimes it comes down to more than just the cost to it. One thing I do want you to consider is this. If you have an open concept floor plan, or even not if it's open concept, let's back up. Let's think about this. When you open your front door and you step inside, where does that hallway lead? What rooms does it automatically and seamlessly join to? If you have to shut any doors, we are going to call that a separate entity. Otherwise, we're going to call the rest of it open concept, even if it can be kind of closed off. So here's what I mean. When you walk into my home, you walk through the front door and right away you see the library. That library has no doors to it. It is literally separated by the front door by a pony wall. 
you keep on walking and you see the dining room. Again, no doors. You keep on walking down the hallway and you have two choices. You can either go up the stairs or you can keep going into the kitchen and then the eat-in kitchen and then the living room and then the hallway to the bathroom and then a closed room. The closed room is the office and of course the bathroom has a closed door. All of the rest of that would be considered open concept, even though I know that my dining room is only open to the hallway and the library, even though I know my kitchen is only open to the Eden kitchen and the living room. Do you see what I'm saying? All of the hallways flow together. Now, in order to have continuity and cohesiveness within design, you want to have anything that is touching each other, anything that is, is in that quote, open concept design, you want those floors and walls to be the same. That would be the easiest thing to keep your home looking cohesive. Now, when it comes to closing doors like bathrooms or going up hallways like stairs or into bedrooms where the doors are closed, that's when you can treat those spaces as little microcosms, like little microhabitats. And that's when you can play with tile flooring instead of whatever wood flooring you might have going on. Or it's where you can play with carpeting instead of the wood flooring, for example. Now, we are going to talk about the paint too. The paint is treated similarly. But one thing that you can do with paint that you can't necessarily do with flooring is you can think about your paint palette, your cohesive paint palette being a color formula. 60 plus 30 plus 10 or something like that. Generally, you want the foundation, so the wall color, to be about 60% of one color. And then you want to have your primary accent color being the 30 and then your secondary accent color being your 10%. Now, any room that you flow into, you could have any combination of these colors. You could be, let's say, for example, my color formula is, is grayish, 60% grayish and 30% green and 10% blue. Let's just pretend. I could have my foundation of my walls be, be all grayish, and then I could have in the dining room, I could be heavier on the blue and just a little bit lighter on the green, but in my kitchen, I could have heavier green and lighter blues. As long as those color palettes are represented and you're keeping the ratio about the same, that is going to create a cohesive feel. It's going to make it feel like the rooms are meant to go together, even though it is either open concept or slightly open concept. And that's going to make it feel uh, unified. Now, you can't quite apply that same principle to flooring. Let's just pretend for a second. Let's pretend that we have in the same open concept, we have our foundation being 60%. We don't really have an accent. We don't really have a, a primary accent or a secondary accent. I'm not going to necessarily say I will do 60% of the floors in bamboo and then I'm going to do 30% in tile and 10% in cork. I, I just can't, I won't do that, right? It doesn't make sense. So if you think about f having that flow in any open concept area or semi-open concept area being uniform, that will help create a cohesive look and feel to your home. And if you change either one, and Rebecca, in this case, you're asking about the floors, if you change either one, it will drastically and dramatically change the look and the feel of your home. Now, Rebecca, I hope that answered your question. And I do wonder for you if which kind of flooring you have. And if it's something, because I know that the cost differential is going to be so dramatic between changing the flooring and changing the walls, I do wonder if maybe adding some contrasting area rugs would help 
to make it so that the flooring isn't as abrasive to your eye as it could be. And I don't know if that's the case. I don't know if your flooring is dysfunctional or beat up too much. I don't know if that's the case or not. So if it's just that it's you aren't necessarily fond of the color, maybe try an area rug and then save your pennies for a day when you can really go in and get the flooring that you want. Just keeping in mind that you want it to be cohesive, so you want to keep it uniform throughout. Now, you guys are in for a real treat because we are having kind of a follow-up answer to this question on Thursday. And on Thursday, you're going to hear a conversation, a live coaching conversation I have with Tammy and Doug, and they are exploring the exact same issue. And you'll hear my advice to them as we talk about what we should do with their floors and what we should do with their walls and creating a color palette for them, making it unified and cohesive. So tune back in to Thursday and put on your walking shoes that day because it is a longie, (laughs) but it's a goodie. And I want you to be inspired to make change in your own home. So On Thursday, what you're going to hear is a design coaching call, and that is a service I offer. It is something that you can book a call and we can chat for 45 minutes or so about anything you want in your home design. The beauty with booking a call is that you get to choose the design topic. Do you need a neutral third-party opinion? Fantastic. Do you need a designer's eye on your space and advice for how to move forward? Wonderful. If it fits within the time limits, it is on limits. So I want you to go to figandfarmathome.com forward slash book a call so we can get you unstuck in your home design, moving your design needle forward and getting you to a place where your home feels like a respite, where it feels calm and relaxing, where it feels like you are doing more living in it than living for it. Book that call today and I will see you then. Hey, real quick before you go, if you learned something new or found value in today's podcast, would you head over to iTunes to Fig and Farm at Home and leave a review and subscribe to the show? That would be awesome. And if you'd like to connect with my community of mamas who are learning to be intentional storytellers within their own homes, join us at bit.ly forward slash design 101 group. There's always more room at the table. See you soon.